Time now on Sky Sports Radio for Going Greyhounds for your daily update of the latest news and tips. And good morning, everyone. Another edition of Going Greyhounds. Of course, a big day in all our codes. Good luck to the New Zealanders in the harness world with their big day over there. Of course, uh, we've got three meetings in New South Wales as well. The first of those kicking off at Lismore up on the Northern Rivers at nine minutes after three this afternoon. And then two bottler of a program. We've got Bulleye at 6.50 and Gosford at seven o'clock. So it doesn't matter where you are in the state of New South Wales. There's a race meeting somewhere near you with Gosford, Lismore and Bulleye running. Of course, last night we had a terrific meeting at Maitland. There were two very strong free-for-alls and greyhounds that have got a fair bit of city quality to them going around over the 400 metres and also the 450 metres. We went through uh, in the tips yesterday, greyhounds like Fine Fuiaki and Haas that had been uh, just putting a lot of wins together and another greyhound, Aston Tatum for Mark Davison has won two out of its previous four and obviously appreciated box number two they ran one, two, and three. Let's pick up that replay from last night's Maitland free-for-all. Away end racing. Lead pinging was Aston Tatum. Showed good speed from the top of the track. Sox Mulwe trying to carve across. Pushing up in behind them. My mate Clary. Water out with the run was Hass back in behind them. Finafuiaki is my mate Clary. Dropped back through the field. Then came Piper Archer and Big Benno was last of all on the side. Aston Tatum skipped away. Aston Tatum racing right away in the end of score from Finafuiaki. And then came Hass back towards the inside was my mate Clary who got going again late. Then a photo there with the Sox we Piper Archer, back in behind those two was Big Benno and a way miss was the last one in, 22.30 the run. Yeah, great win there by Aston Tatum, just showed too much pace early and over those 400 metre journeys, that's really what you have to do at nine times out of ten. It is first out, first home on the short course racing. Again, great runs by uh, Fine Fuiaki and Hass. It was a four and three quarter length margin between the winner and runner up a length away was uh, Hass in third place and uh, the clock in the end stopped at 22.25, which was basically Aston Tatum's second quickest run around the circuit. It has had a 21 trip previously, but uh, just a super effort and certainly a greyhound that will go into some of the big uh, summer carnival races up on that uh, Hunter Valley area in very strong form. And similarly, of course, uh, in the 450-metre free-for-all, it was wonderful to see Abby Infrared Bounce back from a uh, rough and tumble race at Wendy Park at its last start. It's now won three of its last five starts. Every infrared for Michael Eberan. Uh, a genuine quality greyhound. Clock 25.05 last night, winning two and a half lengths over Nev's Gift. And the other Jason Mackay greyhound also, Zipping Ivy. Jason grabbing second and third in the race. And uh, again, Ebby Infrared had had a previous 24.79 on the track. But uh, just great to see it bounce back after uh, finding plenty of trouble at its last start at Wenty Park. And again, the two McKay Greyhounds, uh, they're in wonderful form. So the top end of town, as far as the free-for-all strength around that central coast and Newcastle area at the present moment is is very, very strong. So between uh, Maitland, Gosford and the Garden, you'll see plenty of great racing over the summertime. Of course, the Garden have got a big feature looming up. We will talk about that in a little while. Now, speaking of big features, of course, the box draw came out yesterday for this Thursday night's shootout, the great lead-in race to the Melbourne Cup. The four greyhounds that will race for $25,000 winner takes all. Uh, Christo Bale from box one. Box three is Hardstyle Rico. 
Box 5, Tigalong Tonk, and 7 is the Top Gun winner, Shimmer Shine. And when you look at the betting market, you can really see that even the tab opening market, with uh, a few dollars already into the pool now, uh, sees Christo Bale at $4.40, Hardstyle Rico at $2.40, Tigalong Tonk is $8, and Shimmer Shine at $2.70. So obviously there's three in the betting, and the Tonk is the outsider of the quartet, but uh, it's uh, a super, super field. And again, the small field, you just hope that they uh, all get a clear passage and uh, the, the genuine speed and strength stands out. And Shimmer Shine's win the other night in the Top Gun, just jumping so well from the two and holding out greyhounds like Simon told Helen. If he can always jump, he's always going to be very hard to beat. Hardstyle Rico's been going huge with wins at his last couple. And Christo Bale is one greyhound that will certainly appreciate the smaller field. He charged into third place in uh, in the Top Gun last Saturday night behind Shimmer Shine and Simon Told Helen. So again, he will take a power of beating. If you look at their best times on the clock, Shimmer Shine does hold the best of them with a 28.95. Incredibly, uh, Ticket Tonk actually holds the next best at 29.12, Christo Bale at 21, and Hardstyle Rico at 31. That's at different points of their career. So it's a super, super race there. It's race number four on the Thursday program at 7.58. Make sure you have a look at the shootout. And obviously those four greyhounds have already qualified for the heat the following week of the Melbourne Cup. The heats will be on Friday the 20th and the big grand final on the 27th. Now, speaking of other dogs, of course, it's this Thursday night is also the last of the prelude races for the Melbourne Cup. And uh, as we mentioned, our own Pete Lagogiani is making the trip down south with his uh, top two conveyances. Of course, the million-dollar winner, Handsome Prince, will be trialling between races. And the other greyhound, Shetland, who was successful in the consolation of the million-dollar chase, it has gone race one, box five. Visitor's box, as we usually get from the world of Victoria. But race one, box five for Shetland. And uh, at least one of the benefits for Pete after... Uh, he trials in very quickly with Handsome Prince. He can get in the car by half past seven and be on his way back home. So race one, box five is Shetland. Now, other greyhounds for us New South Wales people keep an eye on throughout that program Thursday night at Sandown. In the third event, box five is Zipping Zeke. And now, of course, trained in Victoria by Ned McDonald, but a greyhound that's done plenty of its racing up here in Sydney and uh, certainly some quick times around both Wentworth Park and Richmond. So Zipping Zeke is in race three, box five. Uh, drawn a pretty hard race, to be honest with you. It's uh, up against It's My Party and also Aston Cade, Weblick Ace. So there's plenty of quality in that particular heat. The next of them uh, in Wallbanger. Wallbanger, of course, was in the Million Dollar Chase final and it's part of the National Greyhound Syndication Group where quite a few of New South Wales people are part of that syndicate. Wallbanger is race five, box three, and it takes on greyhounds like Wildcard, Jacks Bale, and Annie Rose. So it's certainly a very strong race. Also, Zipping Sullivan is there for Deb Coleman. Then in race number six, box one is Cherry. Cherry, of course, was the runner-up to Handsome Prince in the Million Dollar Chase for Daryl Thomas, and uh, box one's going to give this greyhound a wonderful look at the track, and certainly a very, very fast greyhound. Inside draws suit him, and I think on a track like Sandown, that will play right into his hands to get a, a good look at the track and get some experience to come back for that semi-final of the big one the following week. Again, there's a couple of very strong greyhounds in this race, Max Dynamo and Aussie Secret. 
certainly a two just to go through the field there for uh, Tomo's dog, Terry. And uh, just looking at other greyhounds that will be there in the night, of course, in race eight, number five, last hurrah. And just prior to that, in the seventh, the uh, the very impressive Dr Tucker for Billy McMahon going around in uh, race seven, box seven. So a super program at Sandown on Thursday night um, as it's the last night of preludes for the Melbourne Cup heats the following week. So we wish our New South Wales venture trainers all the very best of luck. Travel safely, stay safe down there. And um, certainly over the next couple of weeks, we'll uh, give plenty of previews into the Melbourne Cup heats next week. And of course, then the big final, we'll have a very special Tuesday leading into that Friday program. Also, of course, uh, tonight we've got a great program at Bulleye and uh, going through some early selections at that program tonight, we've got a, uh, a very smart dog, Aston Excalibur, for Jason Fletcher, sitting up in uh, race six, box one. It's one, two of its last three and off the red tonight. It would certainly be very, very hard to beat. There's also another greyhound, Mr. Hyperactive, for uh, Joanne Crozer, race eight, box eight. It's one, three of its last four. And uh, from box number eight over the 400-metre trip at uh, Bulleye, it should just be too good. And also, it can uh, clock a bit of time and has got a 22.34 on the track. So that's a very, very smart run. So I think they would be uh, your best two. They might not be anything sensational on the price sign, but certainly a winner is a winner, as we found last night at Maitland. Of course, with a couple of those tips, Ebby Infrared getting up, as well as, uh, of course, later in the night, Zipping Pearson and certainly going very, very well for Johnny Finn. Again, uh, as I mentioned, of course, not that far away is some other feature races, and, of course, the Gardens have uh, have got their big Newcastle Cup. It's a wonderful race for the 715-metre Greyhounds, the Group 3 event. That's on December 4, the final December 11, nom closed December 1. So if you're planning to have a Greyhound for the Newcastle Cup, just have a look at your lead-in races to make sure you get a few little races under their belt, so they're all fit and healthy to run that 7.15 around the gardens. And the same applies at that time of the year for the Hobart 1000. The heat is on the 10th of December, the big final, the 17th. And I know one of our great greyhounds in form at the moment, we highlighted the greyhound on Sunday morning on Going Greyhounds, is Fire Legend for Mark Maroney. And they will be making the trip across Bass Strait to take on the Hobart 1000, and I can assure you, with uh, the form that it's shown here recently after winning the Lismore Cup and, uh, again, its performance on Saturday night at Wendy, it will take a power of beating in the 1,000. And uh, certainly, you know, a lot of the Victorians give it a, a miss these days. They used to be very strong with the Melbourne Cup uh, a couple of weeks before it, but uh, just depending on the world down there as far as travel, a few trainers may not go to Hobart. So Mark may have pulled the right rein here as trying to win uh, this big Group 1 down there. It's a wonderful race around a great circuit. And uh, just reminding everyone, Mark Maroney in particular, for uh, non-Tassie Greyhounds at their last start before the series starts, your noms close December 3 at 10am. So make sure you're aware of that. Anyone looking to go to Hobart for the 1,000, December 3 is the day. Of course, uh, with Christmas looming up, there's always something to uh, to think about what to buy for uh, our elder parents or grandparents. And as I mentioned, and we'll just mention each week, the book that's been released earlier this year, Going to the Dogs, A History of Greyhound Racing in New South Wales. It's forty nine ninety five. Wonderful photos in it, wonderful stories, and uh, basically any name of trainers and breeders and bookmakers 
that have all been part of Greyhound Racing, certainly over the last 70 years, have featured, and uh, particularly any of our regional people that uh, don't always get a chance to reminisce anymore with uh, newspapers, etc. Uh, it's always an opportunity to, to flashback and uh, just some wonderful names, and in particular the photos and, and those that may have had, as I say, grandparents or someone involved in the world of coursing, which was a very big thing in greyhound racing through the 30s, 40s and 50s. Um, there are just some wonderful stories about that. And uh, the, the training kennels and, again, amazing how people... Uh, Always used to go to their race meetings in suit and ties and hats, and that's just the way it was back in that era. So for anyone that uh, has got a relation that might like to reminisce, I would certainly recommend that. The book's available at Wentworth Park on Wednesday and Saturday night, as I mentioned, forty nine ninety five. Or if you contact Liz at the GBOTA, she will organise the postage for you. So you've got it in plenty of time for Christmas. And obviously with the, a lot of the uh, mail a little bit delayed some days with the uh, normal postings. The uh, the parcel pickups are pretty quick, but those in normal postings, so just make sure you give yourself a few weeks' notice before that happens. Again, as I mentioned, we've got three programs today. We've got Lismore kicking off this afternoon at nine minutes after three, and then into the uh, two nighttime programs down the south coast. We've got Bulleye at 6.50 and the Gosford program at 7 o'clock. I'll be on air throughout the evening doing the updated late mail tips for the Bulleye program. We found a few winners last night, so uh, those that have been able to cash themselves in at least tonight, we've uh, only got a nine-race program at Bulleye, so uh, we'll be able to certainly kick off there at 6.50 and find a few winners. Just reminding everyone that may have missed at the top of the show, the shootout box draw was uh, released yesterday. And those four runners running off for the $25,000 winner-takes-all prize. One is Christo Bale, three Hardstyle Rico, five is Tigalong Tonk, and seven is Shimmer Shine. Certainly a, a wonderful race, and then that leads into the Melbourne Cup heats on the 20th, on the Friday, and the big final there, the 27th. Obviously, the people won't be there like they normally are on that night, but I did notice yesterday on the news that Victoria has released a little bit to uh, the public as far as uh, being able to get out of bunks to restaurants and theatres and that. So hopefully, and that's why I'll chase down some boys from the club to advise what they can uh, have in numbers as far as their uh, their big night. So with a little bit of luck, it's certainly the owners of Greyhounds that make the uh, wonderful final, the Bowl Trees for the Stayers and the Melbourne Cup for the Sprinters. Hopefully they can get along to the race meeting. It's certainly their special nights when you've got a, a greyhound or a horse in these big group ones. You don't want to miss it. If you've been part of its life until uh, it gets to there, it's certainly nice to celebrate with connection. So we'll update that with the Victorian uh, management of things uh, certainly early next week to give everyone a heads up of where we are. That takes us through to about 11 o'clock now, a big day in harness racing. Best of luck to the boys in the Group 1 world over there in New Zealand. It's been a pleasure to wrap it all up. Mick Cowley will be with you tomorrow. Thanks for having us this morning.